This is the Funville Nine, driven by AAA, the official podcast of the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Here's your host, Trey Wilson. Hello and welcome to today's Flying Squirrels pregame conversation. On today's chat, I got a chance to catch up with Flying Squirrels catcher Brandon Martorano, who hit a grand slam in Wednesday night's 10-5 win over the Harrisburg Senators. We talked a little bit about what goes into his daily routine as a catcher, his career path getting up to AA so far, and much more. Here's my chat with Flying Squirrels catcher Brandon Martorano. Take a couple minutes to chat with Brandon Martorano, who hit a grand slam last night. First double-A grand slam, double-A career high in RBIs, but really just a big momentum swing early in the game. How good did that feel when you saw it head over the fence in right field last night? Yeah, that's a great feeling. Uh, you know, it feels good whenever you get one over the fence, but, you know, when you got runners on base and in scoring position, you want to do your job for the team and drive those runners in, have quality at-bats in those situations. Um, really just looking for a pitch out over the plate that I can kind of maybe just get something in the air, drive that one run in, and thankfully, you know, I got it well enough for it to carry over the fence. Second grand slam of your career. We chatted for a second last night. I didn't know if you remembered the one you hit in Salem back in 2019. Does that one even ring a bell at all, Uh, the one that you hit in your first pro season? It was right after the draft. Yeah, yeah. After you brought that up to me, I definitely had, you know, some recollection of it. Uh, the grand slams are awesome, you know, when you can get up there with the bases loaded, you know, you, you play in the backyard, you, and you, the situation is always, you know, bases loaded, bottom of the ninth. So whenever the bases are loaded, you, that focus is heightened some, and you want to, again, it's just, it's just about driving runs in for your team. That's really all it's about. You know, when you get the ball over the fence, that's, a, that's, a, that's obviously a positive. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, you just want to drive runs in and put your team in the, in the best position to win the game. Speaking of doing what is good for the team, uh, you as a catcher, you guys are the ultimate team players you spend more of your time doing things for others than you do for yourself it seems like so for you as somebody you got to go catch bullprints for pitchers you got to help all the the whole pitching staff manage the whole pitching staff how do you find time throughout the season to focus on some of the things that you need to do to improve your own game oh that's a good question I mean uh I think as a catcher you know it's important for you to be there to serve others you know especially the pitching staff um, but, you know, you do have to carve out some time for yourself to work on your own hitting, to work on your own defense. Um, but, again, I, I think the catching position is so unique, and that's why I love to do it so much is, you know, you're, you're an extension of the coaching staff out there on the field, and you want to, you know, take charge out there, and you want to be putting down the right fingers. And I spend a lot of time making sure that, you know, the pitcher and I can be on the same position, uh, same page, that we can put the right fingers down and, and put him in the best, you know, position to succeed. So, I think when, when, when my pitches succeed, you know, I take that as personal success. And, you know, whenever you can put up a, a couple zeros on the board, you know, that's a good thing for us, not only as a team, but as an organization as well. At what point when you were growing up did you decide catching is the spot that I want to be in? Uh, were you always a catcher going back to when you were eight years old, or is that something that you found yourself in later? And, and what made you decide, of all the positions on the field, I'm going to take the one that's probably the most demanding? Yeah, well, I, I've been catching since my Little League days. Uh, I was a young kid, I think eight or nine at the time, and uh, I was trying out for this t- travel team, and uh, there was a shortstop that had a shortstop, and that's what I guess I played in t-ball and such. And my dad just said, here, here's the gear. You know, go back there, and you can play on the team. So I put the gear on, and I never, I, n- I never took it off, you know, since I was nine and all the way through, you know, high school, college, and now professionally. You know, catching's what I love to do. Uh, I love the position so much. I think it's such a unique position, and it keeps the game, you know, engaging and interesting. And, you know, sometimes it's a little bit of a burden, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's all worth it, especially when you, you know, calling good games and driving runs in for your team. 
catching helped get you from New Jersey down to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. We've got a lot of Carolina fans, but we're at in Richmond. We're not too far from from Chapel Hill. Uh, what drove you to decide to say, I'm going to do my collegiate career with the Tar Heels? Ah, Chapel Hill was always a dream school of mine. Uh, as a kid, you know, you've seen that powder blue, baby blue, Carolina blue, and you want to be a part of that. It's a, it's a program with a rich history and a lot of success. And uh, they help guys get to the next level, and I think it's—I personally think it's one of the more premier places to play college baseball in the country. Uh, Coach Fox, at the time that I was with, he ran an excellent program, and now Coach Forbes has the reins, and he's doing really well there too. So, um, it's a great program. It was a no-brainer choice for me. It's a place that I wanted to go my whole life, and uh, I was very fortunate that it was able to work out that way. When you were in college, uh, you know now you're rolling. This is year three in pro ball for you if you don't count the COVID year. So season number three. Uh, I know that a lot of the college programs, even the, the marquee programs, the Division One level, they don't have their catchers necessarily calling the games. You know, it's coming from the dugout. Did you have some freedom with that at Carolina? And now that you are in year three of being the guy calling those games, has that been something that you've had to kind of adjust to once you've, you've gotten into your pro career? Yeah, so it's definitely interesting. I mean, in high school, I called all the games myself and travel circuit. All, I was always calling the games since I was a young kid something uh actually my dad really wanted me to do he, he always made me sit and watch games and and think about you know what would I call here when I was watching the Yankees games growing up as a kid um college obviously the, my first two years in college I didn't call the pitches but then my junior year especially towards the end of the year my coaches I think you know I, I earned that trust in them and they allowed me to you know offer some suggestions and put the fingers down the way I saw it going I think the catching position you know you can call pitches from the dugout and have some success but you know, behind the plate, you have the best view. You know, you can read the hitter's swings. You can see where he's standing in the box, and you can kind of feel what he's thinking as a hitter right there. And uh, I think it's invaluable. Uh, I think every kid, every young kid that's playing who might be listening to this, that's a young kid playing travel ball or the league, I think, you know, they should be encouraged to call their own game. Uh, yeah, there's going to be some mistakes at a young age, and I think that's worth it. You know, at the end of the day, you're going to have to learn the game. That's where, you, you know, the cerebral part of catching comes in, and I think that's, you know, comes from years and years of experience and a lot of a lot of studying a lot of watching so uh that's definitely my favorite part of the game i'm always fascinated by you guys by catchers because there's so much more that goes into it than anybody ever realizes if you're just watching baseball casually from having to have a scouting report on everybody to all the work that you do during the day again not necessarily for yourself but for the team and for the pitchers and uh and then you show up people show up and see you play nine innings they see, see you get three or four at bats and they see you catching behind the plate but there's so much that goes into it they don't see so it's always fascinating to hear perspective from some of you guys yeah no there's no doubt and again like we're here to give the fans entertainment right you know it's not their job to see what we do behind the scenes and you know hopefully the behind the scenes work is uh you know working out so that we can put a good product on the field for them and for the fans of richmond and everyone who's out here watching uh you know we have we have the best fan base in, in minor league baseball so you know it, it inspires all of us not just myself to to work hard behind the scenes and to kind of lean on each other as a team so that we can keep you know putting a good product out there on the field that the fans can enjoy Brandon, thanks so much for your time. We'll let you go get ready for all that you have to do today and get ready for this game coming up tonight. And uh, we'll catch up again soon. I appreciate it. Thanks, Trey.